Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and it's a week nine review tonight. Go over some of the top players from the week, some of the maybe some disappointments as well. We got... And we got a good game going right now. Patriots Packers are in the fourth quarter right now in a close one. So we'll try to, I might keep an eye on that a little bit too. We got some stuff riding on that one tonight, but let's just jump into it. We'll talk about some of the top guys again. I mean, we're going to kind of go over the scoring leaders. Let's we'll start out running back. And Kareem Hunt, a great game again. This guy's just been on fire lately. And eh, there's no second year slump, no sophomore slump from him this year. Just getting touchdowns. That offense is great. So, I mean, there was a lot of people, I mean, people kind of, I don't know, downplayed Kareem Hunt this year and kind of just, he fell down a little bit from maybe where he should have been, but he's ridiculously good the way he's been playing. Yeah, without a doubt. And the, the run game has been solid, but really, I mean, the past four games, the fact that he's been able to get into the uh, pass catching um, kind of side of the, the offense as well, which obviously with Mahomes is huge for him. But if you look at those numbers, that's where he's really started to shine and why his numbers are even better than I would have expected them to be. Um, he has at least one touchdown catching the ball in the last four games. Um, this game, he did only have one long one for a touchdown, 50 yards. But the games before that, five catches in, in each of those past three. So um, but there's very little you can knock Hunt. I, he's solid, consistent, and he has the ability because of this offense to just go off every single week. It, it's getting almost out of hand. <laughs> well, and then, like the second guy, Alvin Kamara, went off again, this time against the Rams, which is impressive. I mean, 45 points I scored against the Rams, but Kamara, two touchdowns rushing, one touchdown receiving. Remember all those people that were freaking out about the first Mark Ingram game? Remember, remember yeah. that? <laughs> well, I mean... Even better, you look at Mark Ingram because you're thinking, okay, well, maybe they're both doing it in tandem um, like they did last year. But if that has not been the case. It's been feast or famine for one or the other. Um, and Elvin Kamara, luckily for a lot of us out there, he has been the one that's feasting. And it looks like Ingram is taking a, a little more of a backseat than we first thought. Doesn't mean he's, you know, don't panic, but... um. You know, it's good for Kamara owners to see that. I, I think that Kamara's going to be first and foremost, and then they'll, they're going to try to work in Ingram a little more. And then this is pretty much, I'm looking through these guys here, it's pretty much the same story. Christian McCaffrey's the next one, and he's up there because he not just runs the ball and gets those touchdowns, he, he's catching balls for 78 yards. So, great game for McCaffrey. Tevin Coleman, next on the list. Two touchdowns receiving. It's the same thing. The next one is actually James White. Game's still going on, and there's James White again with another huge game. Yep, another touchdown. And two touchdowns rushing, and he has 72 yards receiving. And Okay, then you go James Conner. You know, he had the 107 rushing, but he had 56 receiving yards and a touchdown. And then Duke Johnson, only he doesn't even run the ball, nine catches for 78 yards and two touchdowns. So basically, you just got to catch the ball. And you're <laughs> There's a lot of those guys now. Yeah, a lot of them just – Really, I mean, strictly pass catching. And it, that's actually a very good one. I think people yeah. are going to want to know about Duke Johnson. What do you feel about him? Because obviously we, you know, telling people if he was available to pick him up to find out how that offense gets a- along without Hyde. Um, finally got him involved because the first game, obviously, he did nothing. Do you yeah. see this actually continuing? Nine catches is you a know, lot. Okay, first game with a new offensive coordinator. 
I think that's, I think this is something they tried, they wanted to do. And I think it's going to keep going. I mean, this, yeah, first game of the new OC, this is what happens. I, this is going to keep going on. I mean, they, they got beat by Kansas City, but they, you know, at least were respectable for most of the game. They, they yeah. hung in there. And I definitely think this will go forward. It's, I mean, Nick Chubb's still able to get his because he got 22 carries. Johnson's not getting any of the carries. He's just going to catch the ball. And I think, yeah, I do think yeah, it's going to it, continue. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Um, and he has Atlanta next week as well. I think that's a good matchup for him. But yeah, it's going to, I think that is going to be the very clear cut roles that they have. Chubb is going to get all of the carries, and Duke Johnson is going to turn into a very high volume wide receiver, if you will. And the other guys, we, we don't really need to talk about them much because they're just that good. They're going to be there every week. But James White, man, I was wrong on this guy. He's, he's good. <laughs> he, they're using him. Yeah. It's, it's, and, yeah, exactly, and and that's the the beauty of it is, you know, it's and he's a he's a fine talent. He really is. He can do a lot of really good things. But if you look at him as a pure running back, you wouldn't think too much of him. But the way that New England uses him, oh man, he's he's getting the job done, and he's put every other running back, you know, in the rearview mirror. And then, well, Jordan Howard's on the list because he got two touchdowns. His yardage doesn't look very impressive, but this was a game you kind of figured he would do well. But Tariq Cohen did nothing today. <laughs> They just didn't need no, him, this I was guess. A, <laughs> no, th- this was an ugly game, uh, kind of on both sides offensively, but this is a classic Jordan Howard yep. game. <laughs> like, just a pound him out, kind of grind him out yardage, uh, getting two TDs, so it looks good. But that that Buffalo defense is no joke. It's too bad that uh, that offense is, you know, as bad as the defense is good. Yeah, they, man, you just... They're terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's really, really bad. They are. They're really, really bad. Todd Gurley's actually way down the list today. Way down the list. But he's still at thirteen point nine. Got a touchdown rushing. You know, <laughs> he. That's a bad game for. If that's a that's a bad game for Todd Gurley. That's a crazy. That that is his worst game by almost six points in standard this year, and it's thirteen point nine. Yeah, his yeah, that is crazy. Worst game to date. Yep. Wow. Yeah. No other real standout performances. Those are the guys at the top. The one we well, I did skip over kind of a bit was Tevin Coleman, which kind of surprised me. But I mean, he's been pretty decent, but he just hasn't done that well yet. But hey, with Freeman out, I mean, this is going to be Col- Coleman's time to finally do this, which we always thought he could years, you know, for the last couple of years. So it's nice to actually see that hey, this guy actually can do something, and could make it interesting if he goes somewhere else next year. Actually, gets to be a main yeah. guy. He, maybe he can do it. Right. He he is a talented um um guy, and I thought he would have a few more games like this, especially since he is you know the one back. But uh, the interesting part about this is he didn't necessarily get more work. He just did more with the catches that he got. I mean, really, he's he's averaging anywhere from ten to fifteen kind of you know carries a game, and he got thirteen this game. You know, eighty eight yards, very very respectable, nice, but. Um, the pass catching, I mean, you know, five catches for 68 yards and two touchdowns, uh, far surpassing anything that he's done before. Even, you know, the closest thing to that when he had, uh, four catches in week two for only 18 yards. So you wonder if they're going to continue that or if that was just a game plan against Washington. So I, I don't know if I, I feel differently about Tevin Coleman. I think he's just a solid guy to have, but I don't, I don't think these numbers are going to jump up or stay up there. So one thing I thought was, Interesting. Frank Gore had 20 carries, only got 53 yards out of it. But Kenyon Drake only <laughs> had three carries. I mean, Ooh. that's 
And Kenny Andrake had been pretty decent the last few weeks because he got a touchdown, you know, or two. Was wasn't wasn't terrible, but then Frank Gore out <laughs> carries him twenty to three, and just man, Frank Gore has been double digit carries now for six straight weeks. He's not really fantasy viable, but he's made Kenny on Drake pretty much not. I don't know how you start Drake when there's games like this. You know, I know he did well, but the last like two weeks, but man, I can't, I couldn't feel comfortable starting him. No, and I mean, do you have any, um, I mean, do you think that this was game flow? Because obviously they're playing the Jets and it was a very low scoring game. Gore is definitely more sure handed. Do you think that they were just trying to kind of eat up clock and they didn't need Drake this game or? It's possible, but it just gets me to the point where I can't trust it whatsoever. Just when I thought I was. Yeah, he's a very scary guy to play. I thought I was just starting to (laughs) turn around on that. And no, it didn't happen. Another guy, another player was turning around on and then. Does nothing is Lamar Miller, you know, back to his 12 for 21. They got the bye next week. Deontay Foreman's going to be coming back to practice probably this coming week. Oh, there we go. Good old Lamar. He's finally back. I feel, <laughs> right? I feel so good for not, not jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> but yeah, the, the other one that I did want to bring up was uh, Delvin Cook. Even though this game offensively, neither team did real well, um, it was finally good to see him get out there. Obviously, he had the one yep. big run. Um, but, you know, it looks like he's he's getting back to the place where he's going to be healthy, and that is very bad news for um, anyone that's been holding on to Latavius Murray. Um, so that will be the thing to kind of watch going forward. But it looks like Delvin Cook is going to be the guy, especially now he has the bye. Um, yeah, so that that is definitely big news. And then, like, Adrian Peterson, only nine carries for 17 yards after how good he's been through one of those games together, which is now his third one of the year he's done like this. But I expect him to bounce back against Tampa. Just you just you don't know when that game's coming from him, but it's probably going to come. Just, yeah, he'll. I mean, he's going to be a little up and down. You you don't expect him to have you know be a top ten guy every single week. I think he's, you know, the past three weeks or or so, he's been very very solid. Um, when he gets the carries, he'll be good. When he doesn't, you know, there's not much he can do because he's not a he's not a pass catching back, especially in this offense necessarily. Um, so if you only get nine carries, you know that <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a rough week for you. Then over a wide receiver, I'll say Michael Thomas bounced back. He's been we were talking about it before where he hadn't been great for the last like four games. He's been pretty decent, but not like he did the first three. But now he's back, twelve for two hundred and eleven yards and a touchdown. Huge game for him. What a monster game! It really yeah. is. He's he, guy's so good too. And this was and this was wonderful to see too because I think you know that's what a lot of people kind of worry about. He started off incredibly hot, right? And as soon as uh, you know, Elvin Kamara kind of taking over. Obviously, Ingram comes back. I think you know anyone would think, oh man, like is this going to turn into a run first offense? Um, you know, Michael Thomas is still pretty good bet being the number one there, but uh, that is the game that people have been missing, and to do it against the Rams. Um, you know, kudos to him, but that it just makes me feel really good about Michael Thomas moving forward. Then Adam Humphreys is actually number two right now this week in standard scoring with eight catches for 82 yards and two touchdowns. Followed up last week, seven for 76. Man, I don't know. This could be with Fitzpatrick. Maybe this is a thing, but there's so many players there that can catch the ball. It's I mean, he did this this week with because Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson did nothing. So I don't know if this is something well, this guy can that, keep doing. 
Yeah, I, I think he'll. I wouldn't yeah. expect him to. Um, but I think that's the bigger question. Obviously, Humphreys, he has a, a, a great game. But, you know, Evans and not even Jackson. He, I'm used to seeing yeah. him kind of fall off a little bit. Two catches for through two yards. But Evans is the real big surprise. How, yeah. One catch for 16 yards. And, you know, he's been he did well with Fitzpatrick. He, he's been doing well all year. I, I mean, you know, maybe Carolina, did they shut him down? Or, you know, do you have I mean, you have Evans, too. So what do you think was the issue, I guess? It, it I don't know. It's it's a weird. <laughs> it was a weird game. He had ten targets, so to only get one catch out of ten targets, I don't even think Mike like Michael Thomas has missed that many. He's not even had nine. Like you know, he's had like three or four targets this year that he didn't catch. Evans has nine in a game. Man, I don't know. It, it's uh, he you know he had kind of a knee issue throughout the week after last week. I I thought it was a bet. When I saw it last week, I thought it was, you know, dude was done for the year. But maybe there's something a little more there. I don't know. Ten targets, though, and only one catch out of it. It's, you know, a little worrisome, but it's not the old days of Mike Evans where they just force-fed him the ball. They, they're they spreading it around. I mean, they have Humphreys. They have Howard. They have Jackson. Godwin. They're, they don't need to force it to Evans like they used to, so they don't. Even though they, the ten targets, they, he would have got 20 before. So, a little... I don't know. I think it's just a one game thing. I think he'll be fine, but it's eh, a little, a little worried. Right. Nothing you want to see, but probably no, no reason to panic. Hopefully obviously. not. We'll see. Uh, Julio. Speaking of yeah. <laughs> Julio, finally Julio gets a touchdown. There you go. Oh my gosh. That, and that has got to stop the, uh, the drought. He's been worthwhile to have great. because he's such an, um, uh, such an amazing wide receiver being able to get the yardage he's been able to do. But to finally get in the end zone, every single owner has to be like, oh, finally, like, give me a break. Really? Can you have, I mean, how many hundred yards games can you have before you, you get in there? I mean, he had four before this and almost five and couldn't get into the end zone. It was ridiculous. So kudos to Julio Jones <laughs> and every uh, every manager that's out there that had him on his team. You can celebrate finally. Curtis Samuel's up here because he ran one in for a touchdown, caught a touchdown. But there's very limited volume, so... It's not going to continue, probably. You'll get a touchdown here or there, but not something you can play. Josh Gordon, the game's going on yet. There's still about four minutes left. He has touchdown there, four catches for 115 yards. So he continues to be, you know, he's he's involved. He's startable every week. And this is his best game now by far. So we'll see if he, you know, keeps trending that way. I think it's going to with Gordon. I think I just I don't I think he's just gonna keep getting better. I do too. I mean, I, I think he is supremely fitted for this offense in order to be their big playmaker. And you can tell that they're trying to get him the ball more and more. Finally, got him in the end zone. Big play. Um, I mean, I don't think that really changes anything else, which is nice for anyone that owns like Edelman or White. I think he just, he's that other piece that they've, they've been looking for. I think that he's going to have success continually uh, moving forward. And then good games from Brandon Cooks, DeAndre Hopkins. Keenan Allen finally, which we I think we've been talking about this. <laughs> just Keenan Allen yeah. owners, just wait, <laughs> just wait. Yeah, and there he goes. And it's always the second half of the yep. season, and it's not like he has the receptions. The yardage has been fine, um, you know. And <laughs> and it's funny too because he still hasn't gotten the end zone yeah. um, all all year. Well, no, I'm sorry, week one he did, but um. You know, he's, he's almost like as bad as Julio when it comes to that. But, yeah, 124 yards. He he did great. Calvin Ridley got himself a touchdown there. 
So it makes a decent game. Cooper Cup came back from injury, got himself a touchdown, so solid game. But here's the interesting stat line of the day. Maurice Harris from Washington, 10 catches, 124 yards. Now, I have no idea where this thing came from, but... Thank you. I I didn't either. I mean, wh- I mean the the games before reception wise. I mean three 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 two, yeah. and then ten against Atlanta when they weren't using any of their other guys that may have you know usually got those targets. I I don't know what was going and, on. You know what the crazy thing is? This could be something that continues only because I don't like any of the other Washington receivers, and none of them have been impressive. Josh Doxson is the one we always thought should do it. He never really has. I mean, he got a touchdown today, but, oh, you know, he hasn't really done much at all. Paul Richardson, don't really think much of him. I mean, I don't – Jameson Crowder's been hurt, and even when he wasn't hurt, he really wasn't good. So, I mean, no. why can't this keep going? And, and No, I was saying Jordan yeah, Reed, too, hasn't any done reason. anything. Yeah, I mean that, that's a, the crazy part too. I mean, if you look at the the people who caught the ball today, I mean, really, you know, you have two tight ends and a running back, and then you have uh, two running backs, and then I mean, even Bibbs, it it is a very weird um, like wide receiving core. So when you say, hey, he got ten receptions for 124 yards, I I think this is definitely a guy that should automatically be on your radar just because he is in a desert. You know, what I mean, like if if anyone figures out how to make production happen there, um, he's definitely going to be worthwhile because as we've seen in the past too, they will hammer out those little routes with Alex Smith. So this game is still ongoing, but Marquez Valdez-Scantling has now has four straight double-digit games in standard scoring. Kind of crazy. And he's only, uh, he had the seven for 68 and a touchdown the first time he got the double digits. Now three for 103, two for 45, and touchdown three for 101. So it's not a great amount of yard or catches, but that's still that's four straight double digit games for this guy. Yeah, it's something to take notice of for sure, especially with what Allison did yeah, not play again. And I don't even if even when he comes back, I mean, he's probably equal playing field with with MVS now. Kind of a, you know, just another. I wouldn't. Can you put him in your lineup? You feel good about um, it. Not feel good about it, but no. I mean, I, no. I, I was gonna say I would, I would. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the numbers they've been putting up. I mean, yeah, for like a bye week or a fill in, I absolutely would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel supremely supremely confident about it. But um, you know, I I think that he's probably a better pick than a lot of other uh, wide receivers you can get out there. But. It, this is actually a very interesting point, too, because usually when you look at the Green Bay Packers and their wide receiving core, usually you would be able to pick out, you know, two to three and feel very good about putting them in and know what they're going to do. You have Adams. And then obviously, if you take Jimmy Graham t- tight end out of the equation, if it's just wide receivers, you have Adams. And then, uh, I mean, who who do you feel good about putting in? I mean, he might be the second one now. At this point, it's not Randall Cobb for me. That's for sure. And no, and I don't Allison, think it can be Allison either. It I, banged up. You don't know where he's going to be now that he's if he comes back. I think it has to be him. I really do. Yeah. So it it is. It's uh. It's kind of an unusual spot this late in the season for Green Bay. Yep. I don't. It's weird that Randall Cobb though. Like that guy. I don't even think they should use him at this point. It feels like. 
I mean, what's the point of him? He's not the I, he's not I the mean, he's not the same know. player he once was. <laughs> he's lost a, those injuries have really killed him, killed it for him. So, yeah. so this was an interesting one. I thought Demarius Thomas was gone, so we're expecting big things from Manuel Sanders, and you know, especially in the absence of Thomas, and just nothing. Six for forty-seven, and even I mean, Cortland Sutton had only three for fifty-seven. So maybe these guys aren't going to step up and do yeah. much. It's just going to be nothing. But that, that was the crazy part. His numbers looked exactly the same when he was playing the wide receiver three point or part. Nope. Um, not not what I hope to see right out of the gate. I mean, I know it's Houston and and you know they do have a, a good pass rush, but at the same time, and they do go into a bye, so hopefully they'll get their stuff together after week ten. But I'm um, definitely not going, not starting in the on the right foot after uh, Demaris Thomas gets shipped off. We, everyone, in, including myself, I really thought this was going to be where. You know, Emmanuel Sanders, he's been doing well, way better than I thought he was going to be doing. Um, I thought he was going to kind of continue, but I thought Cortland Sutton immediately out of the gate was primed in order to look better than he did today. Well, and in the same exact kind of scenario, Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay with Golden Tate gone didn't really do much. Six for 66 for nope. Jones and Galladay three for 46. And Tate being gone didn't help him out out of his slump here that he's been going off the last three weeks. Now, three weeks in a row since the bye, he's done pretty much nothing. He's had six catches total over those games for shoot 95 yards, I think. Six catches for like 95 yards last three games. Not not getting it done. That whole Lions offense was terrible, though. Yeah, I mean, you, you wonder how much, you know, but I guess that is an, an issue to really take into account, though, because if Minnesota is able to shut him down, then they have Chicago next week. Um, and then and then Chicago again in week 12, Carolina in between it. it. I mean, L.A. Rams after that, it doesn't get any easier for them. Um, they have a lot of good defenses they're about to play. So if you do have these Lions players, you hope that they get on track quick because it, it did it does not get any easier. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it because it is pretty crazy. I mean, they have Buffalo in, at week 15 as well. You have a lot of good defenses you're going to hit going into the playoffs for fantasy. So wait, I'll go over to tight end here. Quickly, Travis Kelsey, number one tight end of the week again. He's the number one tight end in fantasy now. He's he's the guy, by far. Yeah, tremendous. OJ Howard, two touchdowns, only four catches, but two of them are touchdowns. He's since he came back from the injury, he's been just as good as he was before. And so he's that makes me feel yeah. Even with missing an entire game, he's going to be a top five tight end stats after this after this one. So he's up there. Uh, We'll see here. How about ten, what's his name? Jeff Hewerman from Denver, ten for eighty three yeah. to touchdown. You know, yeah, it's so, worth. <laughs> I guess he's the one worth <laughs> watching. He has a buy though, but it's worth remembering and watching because, like we've said before, there's not much at the tight end position. No, there is not, and I mean, who knows? Maybe he's the yeah. one that's going to make up or like step up for Demarius Thomas leaving. Could, could be. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out, but. Hey, worth worth just taking an eye. Let's just keep watching it. Greg Olson, pretty solid game. He's touchdowns in three straight. So, yeah, he's one of the probably top options at tight end, just like that. Yeah, and really the uh, the one name that stands out on this list because it's pretty you know pretty straightforward. Um, but the guy that you hyped up way earlier yeah. in the year that you wanted to see if he could turn into anything um, finally did something. Yeah, Nick Vanette finally here. Six catches, 52 yards, a touchdown. He's kind of been getting a little bit of opportunity 
you know, for a while now and hey, finally able to turn it into something. And hey, like we keep saying, this is this off the tight end position has been pretty bad. So hey, it's um you should look at him. I thought Ed Dixon coming back last week and getting a touchdown, two catches only, but I thought for some reason Vinette's chances were done. And then Dixon only gets one target for nothing today. So maybe it's not. So yeah, Nick Vinette, I, I like the guy. And they lost the game though. There wasn't like they had huge numbers and still Vinette's out there. There's just not a lot of guys to throw to there. Baldwin's not the same player, I feel like, right now. And Lockett's the number two, which I've never been the biggest Lockett guy. So hey, I think Vinette's <laughs> gonna be an option here. Yeah, I absolutely and agree. There's really not much else. That's about it. Chris Herndon, I'll say from te- from the Jets, continues to be involved a bit there. He had four for sixty-two, which again, when it comes to tight end, that's actually decent. We don't mind that. But the last four weeks, he's gone eleven point six, ten point two, seven point six, six point two. So if you're in a desperate need for a start, you know, on a bye week, that's not a that's not a terrible option next week against Buffalo. So look at maybe maybe Herndon. Yeah, this tight end position, man. It's yeah, a bit ugly. It just it doesn't seem to get too much better. You get somebody that steps up because he gets sixty yards. So that's where we look at. Yeah, yeah really. I mean, yep. <laughs> it is what it comes down to. Can you get fifty yards? And um, you know, someone that we had talked about last week, uh, Najoku. Yeah, he he got back to exactly well, what he did before. Not a huge yep. week. Yeah, but four catches, fifty three yards, no touchdown. Um. But uh, it's good to see after he had, what, no targets the week before. It was really bizarre. So he's back, and then he has Atlanta um, next week. So he should return to a, a you know, back-end, tight-end one. And then quickly at quarterback is I mean, not a lot of surprises. Drew Brees was good, which I, mean, I guess was kind of a surprise in the fact that it was against the Rams. We didn't think he'd do this well. He had a great week. Matt Ryan did pretty well. Jared Goff did well. Pat Mahomes... Another three touchdowns, 375 yards. He's just good. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick threw four touchdowns, threw two picks. So it's a perfect Ryan Fitzpatrick game. It's about what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful for fantasy. Yep. You know, they lost the game, but um, every time he plays, he does well fantasy wise. So keep yep, that in mind. Then, you know, Roethlisberger, Newton, Watson, Wilson, all solid fantasy outings. Rodgers, again, he had a good, I mean, it's not bad. He had to end up with 23.2. But that's not Aaron Rodgers, you know, huge numbers. But he's still fine. Twenty three point two. You could be like me and have Kirk Cousins, who gets you eight point nine for the week. Jeez, that's just disappointing. But hey, they didn't have to do much. He was eighteen for twenty two, but only one hundred sixty four yards. But didn't need to do much. He yep. could have been worse and had Stafford actually in the same game. Six point six exactly, and. Actually, one just to go back to him a little bit because, um, you know, every metric that we use in order to like look at individuals, um, especially quarterbacks and how well they're going to do, um, everything was slanted against Ben Roethlisberger this week, and he came out and played a wonderful game. Um, so I just have to. That is an interesting one as well because Baltimore is the real deal. They, you know, defense. They were, but I don't know if I don't know anymore. Yeah, I mean, he he made them look very average, and he did it. You know, in Baltimore which is usually not his forte either. Um, so obviously his 29 points in standard, huge, huge uplift for whoever was, you know, uh, playing him. And then how about 
since we didn't have our Thursday night episode like normal, Nick Mullins from San Francisco. Now, where the heck did this guy come from? I I'm, I literally had not heard of this guy until this week. I had a I had a look up him as well. I watched some highlights from like college. Southern Miss, but um, I think yeah, yeah. I was I was like I have no idea, and obviously you know all the hoopla. If you watched uh, any of the game, you were you know you just kept hearing over and over about how the guys in the locker room love him. He's a hard worker and all that good stuff. But um, he made and it is Oakland, so it's a good game to start with. Um, but he made them look so freaking bad. Two hundred and sixty-two yards, three touchdowns. Uh, you know, didn't make too many mistakes, you know, at least they didn't make him pay for it. And then, so <laughs> I think, he, um, what is it? The, the news is that he is going to start. Looks again, like it, I believe. Yep. So, so, uh, he's going to play against the giants, uh, in your head. I mean, do you just kind of say there's no possible way? Um, yeah. Where, where, where do you have <laughs> no, possible, no possible way? I can't see it, well, yeah. hey, but that just might be the fact that we just didn't know who this guy was. So. Hey, we'll see, but I I don't expect much. I the offense shouldn't isn't very good. It's just that was a fluky game. I feel like just I mean, in Oakland's so bad. Oh man, both both of those teams are. Yep. And oh man, and Raheem and oh, I yeah. don't know how to say his name. It's a it's a bad way looking, to end. He was it. looking good. I know, and they finally were giving him carries, and he was you know really dynamic when he got the ball. He was fun to watch, and. You know, IR, so out for the year. So if you did pick him up, unfortunately, you don't get yep. to get to see where that goes. But all right, I think that'll do it for the review. It's about all I got today. You know, getting shoot, we only have a few more weeks till we get the playoffs here. What four more regular season weeks till people hit playoffs? Getting close. Yeah, it's time to tighten up those teams, make that playoff yeah, we'll run. We'll be back tomorrow with our waiver wire show. See what, see if anybody maybe popped up on the list this week. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.